Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to The Shit Show. Kia ora everybody and welcome back to The Shit Show. Now today is a beautiful day because me and Liv have been reunited. We have and it is so bloody exciting. I feel like this has been a long time coming Liz. It has been a long time coming. This is our first one together of the year Liv. Yeah, fuck, true. You're not all by your lonesome. We, although we have had a few special guests, haven't we? We've had one special guest. We had my little brother, Ben. But we're changing it up today, and we're having my older brother, Nick, on today's episode. Hello, Nick. Hello, everybody. How does it feel to be here? It feels good. Feels good? You feeling confident? A little bit nervous. Yeah, but look, it's only a couple million people that are going to hear this. Yeah, so not, not that many. You guys probably know by the title that today we are talking about something that, Liv, I don't think me and you ever thought we would be sitting here chatting about. Fuck no. Fuck no. We're talking about the fucking stock market today, which doesn't seem that exciting to me or Liv, but to Nick, who has a Bachelor of Commerce, who has been fully immersed in this weird kind of stock market world for a while now, I'm, I'm assuming this has been quite an exciting few days for you. A lot of early starts, yeah. The, uh, nothing will get you out of bed quite like the stock market. Yeah, quite like the stock market. Yeah, no, it, has, it sounds quite boring when you say it like that. <laughs> Have you, Nick, been like getting up, setting your alarm for like ridiculous hours in the morning and shit? Well, the the, the US markets open at three thirty a.m. New Zealand time. Oh my god. Oh, so. so before we jump into what the fuck is happening with GameStop, I think we should kick it off with a couple of recommendations, Liv. You got anything for us today? Yeah, absolutely. Well, mine is very much stock related, which I never thought I would say. My recommendation is the movie The Big Short because it was a really easy way to understand the basis of the stock market and specifically for this one, the 2008 big economic crash, which was really, really interesting. And there's Ryan Gosling in it, there's Brad Pitt. You know, what more can you want? You start watching it for the eye candy, but you stay for the education. Absolutely. You stay to learn how to make millions. Well, Liv, my recommendation is kind of similar because I was obviously having to research for this podcast and I watched just a couple of hours ago the Netflix Explained documentary on the stock market and it was only 17 minutes and it's created in partnership with Vox who I love because they explain shit so well and for anyone that's just wanting a brief intro into how the stock market affects the economy because unbeknown to some people the stock market isn't the economy <laughs> no, no it's very it's it's a portion of the economy but it's, it's a portion not yeah the economy but no. you know they get conflated together so often that one would not be that stupid for thinking the stock no, market was the economy. No, but I honestly think that like the economy is just like for a lot of people this huge random 
like void Idea. that we just have no fucking clue about and like just everyone sits around the table and goes mm, the economy mm. and it's just sort of like must you just preserve go, mm, it mm. the economy yes and that that's about as far as I go with that so um I'm very excited for Nick to kind of <laughs> give some actual facts we could do a whole podcast on what the economy is could but... probably spend a whole lifetime learning about the economy people do I believe an economist's job is mm. yeah yeah <laughs> spend yeah. their lifetime <laughs> You just described an economist, Liv. Right. Well, Nick, our special guest, do you have any recommendations for our lovely listeners? Yeah, I've got a couple. Okay, what you got? Um, obviously, Wall Street Bets recommendation. Um, it's a lot of interesting reading on there. That's what that's what I've been reading a lot of. What is Wall Street Bets? I think we'll get into that a little bit later on in the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, Teaser, a bit of, bit everyone. Of foreshadowing. Cool. Um, and the Planet Money podcast as well. 20-minute episodes there are thereabouts on, on the economy and, and the stock market and everything that's going on. So. so guys, if you do get the money fever after listening to this podcast, this little introduction, maybe go listen to that one that Nick just plugged for free. <laughs> no, it's National Public no. Radio. They, they, they deserve it. I know, I'm kidding. I'm really sorry I was having a wee. So I know you're all probably on the edge of your seats just wanting to dive into what the fuck all this GameStop drama is. And I'm excited too because honestly... Against all of our wills, I think we've started learning about what the stock market means. It's really taken over the feed, hasn't it? It's taken over the feed, and you know that if it's not on our Instagram feeds, it's not happening. So this is definitely happening. This is this is this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick, we want you, and this is a challenge, but I think you can do it. We really want you to help us explain to our listeners everything that's going on in words that we can all understand. Right. Well, I'll do my best. Okay, so we're going to start off with some really, really basic questions. First question, what is GameStop? So GameStop is a bricks and mortar retailer of games, um, computers, all the accessories you'd need around gaming. Mm -hmm. Um, They've been a big player in the the video game industry for years and years and years. So it's literally just like a shop you'd find in a mall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In malls. um, High Street. It's where... Before the emergence of the internet and Amazon, that's where you'd go to get all your gaming stuff. Okay, cool. Because I had never heard of GameStop in my life before now. So it's good to finally know what it is. So yeah, GameStop, obviously everything's done online now. So it was, it was um, seen by many as, as a declining business. So Nick, what is Wall Street Bets? And why the fuck is it everywhere? Wall Street Bets is a subreddit of, of the popular forum site Reddit. And basically, it's it's what it says on the tin. It was a group of a group of people who were making bets on the on the stock market. So uh, just amateurs, total amateurs. And the community's been around for a long time. It's been around probably since since twenty sixteen. How long have you been in it? I've known of Wall Street Bets for a, probably since then. Um, that's probably the first time I heard of them. With the emergence of Robinhood and and all these share trading apps, I've, I've become a little bit more involved since I've had access to them. So what is Robinhood? So Robinhood is basically the US version of Sharesies. Okay. They were the, they were the first ones to allow people to do free uh, trading, buying and selling. And that's amazing because it just lets normal people like you and me enter what was otherwise this really complex and difficult market. Exactly. The stock yeah. market. Yeah. It, was, it basically broke down the, the barriers to entry for the stock market for, for you and I. Mm-hmm. And we'll come to find that the name Robinhood is actually quite ironic. And amongst what's happening right now, won't we? Yeah, taking from the rich, giving to the poor, all, all that sort of all that sort of carry on. Almost laughable. Okay, so now we know some of the players in this whole saga. What is actually happening? So this group, Wall Street Bets on Reddit, basically noticed that a number of hedge funds were shorting GameStop 
They had overshorted GameStop. Okay. I've got a couple of questions here. Okay. Number one, what's a hedge fund? A hedge fund has got a really big, long technical economic term, but mm-hmm. for the purposes of this podcast, a hedge fund is basically a, a group of investors that are just in charge of a lot of money. Okay. Like a shit ton of money, eh? Oh, like, we're talking billions. And do these investors make money? Like, this is their job as yeah. well? Yeah. Absolutely. It's Wall Street. Okay. Second question, what is shorting? Shorting is basically placing a bet that the value of the company is going to decrease over time. So, Nick... From what I understand, this is an example I saw, which I found really helpful. Okay, so we're going to talk about shorting stocks in terms of an apple. So this apple is one share of the stock from the company. And I've borrowed this apple from the investment broker. So at the moment, this apple is worth $10. I think that it's going to go down. So I sell it immediately off for 10 bucks. So now I have 10 bucks in my hand. Over time, the value has depleted, so my guess was correct. So then I buy back the apple for $7, which is the market price. I then still owe the apple to the investment company or the broker, so I give the apple back. So we're all at an even playing field, except for the fact that I now have three more dollars to my name than I did at the start. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So shorting is essentially the idea that you've sold a share for $10 and you're going to buy it back for $7 and make $3. You keep the difference, yeah. Yeah, so it's just shorting is making money on a stock that you think is going to go bust, going to be worth not that much money. And a short squeeze, as we talk about quite a lot in this podcast, is basically when the opposite happens. You've bought this stock for $10. Oh, fuck, it's actually gone up, so now you have to buy it back for 15 16 17 bucks. You've lost money. Uh, Yeah. A short squeeze is when there are no more stocks available. So it's worth more than when you sold it. Exactly, yeah. I think it is probably quite important to say that the hedge funds have to return the stock to the broker. They can't just pay the broker what the stock is worth. True. Okay, so hedge funds were doing this with GameStop stocks because they thought they were going to make a shit ton of money because the stocks were meant to be going down so much. exactly. And you'd think it was a pretty safe bet from the from the hedge funds point of view yeah and in the past it pretty much works every time doesn't it it works a lot of the time there's a couple of examples where it hasn't worked um tesla is a is a very good example and obviously now gamestop and these hedge funds will do anything their purpose is to make these uh, companies decrease in price so they will literally manipulate the media they will plant articles things like that yeah yeah it's so fucking deceptive it's crazy how it's legal Really. It is crazy how it's like. It's a very simplified approach, but yeah. So now that these people in the Reddit group Wall Street Bets have realized that these hedge fund dickheads are shorting the stock to try and make a lot of money, yep. what do they do? Uh, once this got realized by two and a half million members at the time, it was displayed as a, as a, as a great opportunity to stick it to the, to the hedge fund man yep. and make a whole lot of money in the meantime. How are they going to make money off this? What do they do? So Wall Street Bets basically just bought the stock. Um, there's only a certain limit of GameStop stock available. Yeah. These short sellers need to buy back the stock to give back to the broker, mm-hmm. the apples in, in your example, Liv. And since everybody in Wall Street Bets owns all the stock available, they can't, give it, they can't buy the stock to give it back to the broker. Okay. So now all these random people in the Reddit group own all the GameStop stock that there is. They own all the available GameStop stock. And this is what is known as a short squeeze. It's basically squeezing the the short sellers into forcing them to buy the stock at the market price. 
And when there is no stock available, the market price skyrockets. So now all these rich hedge fund people, they're losing money. So say they bought the Apple for $10. Well, now the stock's worth, like, what would it be worth? Well, now the Apple's worth $300. So how much have people in the Wall Street Bets group made? Like, what are some of the stories? So there's a user called Deep Fucking Value, who I'll just call DFE mm-hmm. for the rest of the podcast. Uh, back in late 2019, he bought $50,000 worth of GameStop stock. That $50,000 is now worth over $22 million. Holy shit. That's big time. That's big time return. That's, that's a lot of attendees. So okay, what the fuck is a TD? Attendee live. Attendee. This is like Reddit slang. Yeah, it's it's big time Wall Street bets slang. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically chicken tender, which everybody knows is one of the greatest foods of all time. They can buy a lot of chicken tenders with all this money that they're making. Oh my oh. god, is that literally it? That's literally yeah. it. Yeah. Chicken tenders. Yeah. Okay, what does to the moon mean? To the moon when the price skyrockets, it's like it's a rocket to the moon, so Okay, that one's a bit more self explanatory. We're all on the Tinty train and we're going to the moon. What a beautiful fairy tale. <laughs> okay, so let's just get this straight right now. Yeah. All of these Wall Street bets, random normal people yeah. have shares in GameStop. Yeah. And their the, stocks are worth a shitload of money. The, the stocks are worth significantly more now than what they were. And now the hedge fund people are losing billions of dollars because yeah. they can't buy back their stock. They can't buy back their stock. And they need to return the stock eventually to uh, the broker, which is why everyone is just saying, hold on to your stock because eventually the demand will increase because they have to return the stock which is a short squeeze. And so that's what you're doing because you have GameStop stock. I've got a, I've got a little bit. You're dabbling. You're dabbling in the d- GameStop. So are we going to be trillionaires? Not quite, unless things go... I love, Lucy, that you said, we? <laughs> we? What's yours is mine, Dar? We are going to be trillionaires. Okay. Lucy, I might be a trillionaire, but... Okay. No. You might be, but no, I will No, I think we'd, we'd see the collapse of the world economy before we see $2 trillion okay. in our bank account list. True. We? Nick, going back a little bit to when you talked about Robin Hood. So what part does Robin Hood play in all of this? Yeah, so Robin Hood is basically the way that a lot of these retail investors are buying and selling stocks. And it's what a lot of these users on Wall Street Bets were using to to buy and sell the, this uh, GameStop mm-hmm. stock. So I know recently, have they stopped people from being able to buy any more GameStop stock? Or what's been happening with that? Yeah, so there, were, there, was, a, there was a moment where they restricted the the buying of GameStop stock. So you can still sell it, um, but you couldn't buy anymore. Is that legal? It's their platform, so they can do what they want. But in my view, I think it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. So are they literally trying to control how people buy and sell yeah. their shares and use their money? Yeah. They're trying to restrict the free market. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. And the whole thing about the story that has made me really interested is that people... Like, young people are only just getting into this type of market. Like, people in the US have been using their stimulus checks to get into the stock market because they can't get jobs. It's a really interesting time for young people to be trying to start investing. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
thing. Yeah. A positive of this whole thing is the media attention that stocks are now getting. I mean, on platforms like Aslos, where, as we said, we would never have discussed stocks and therefore, you know, never encourage people to become financially literate. So it's kind of good in the fact that now people are looking into it themselves and have seen that they actually can make some money from this sort of stuff. Absolutely. It's like it's like we've got a seat at the poker table that all the big all the big guys mm. are playing, and now we've got a seat at the table as well. Yeah, well, we thought we had a seat until now. We're realizing that maybe the big guys actually have more control over yep. all of this than we thought. Yeah, it's it's still they still want it to be their game. Like the whole thing that everyone's saying is like you know, all's fair with whatever they're doing. All of like the well, I don't know whether it's marginally illegal, but all of the kind of fucked up shit that they're doing until the underdog comes in, starts doing the same shit. And then you can't buy any more shares. Robin Hood stops you. Yeah. Yeah, they're literally having a little tizzy. Well, this is this is kind of the reason why everybody's so upset with hedge funds anyway. When we think it's our turn, it's the rules get changed on us, which doesn't sit well with a lot of people, me included. It's yeah. so wild that a group of, you know, amateur day traders or whatever on reddit have fucked the system it's exciting yeah it is exciting eh and i'm sure it's even more exciting for people that have actually been invested in it for more than five minutes <laughs> will some of these people on wall street bets lose money because you never know what's going to happen yeah you never you never know what is going to happen and i this is not financial advice at all no i would never claim to be a financial advisor i'm a rookie yeah who's having a bit of fun. I've only ever invested money that I'm okay with losing, and that should be the motto for everybody. I saw a guy that mortgaged his parents' house to invest in games. Yeah, yeah, it's things like that. And that's that's classic Wall Street bets. Meme chat. Meme chat, yeah. What's uh, a meme stock? I've been seeing lots about meme stocks. A meme, a meme stock is basically a stock that's gotten popular through through memes. So through game, memes. GameStop is definitely one. Dogecoin? Dogecoin is probably is probably the OG meme stock. Um, and I've actually seen other people investing in things like Blockbuster and AMC Theatres. AMC Theatres is a, is a big one going on at the moment. BlackBerry as well. Is that a meme stock? Yeah, BlackBerry is, BlackBerry's got some solid... Um, Solid fundamentals behind right. it, but yeah, it's it's on it's on that Wall Street bets hive mind. So is that the same type of thing? People are buying shares in these otherwise kind of defunct businesses because they're being shorted. Well, kind of, yeah. It's it's a cross between that and just momentum trading, where you where you see the stock price increase and you jump on that, thinking that you can get on that as well. So now, pretty much, Nick, it's like David versus Goliath, and it's the little guy that's on social media. That's just invested their stimulus check or has been investing as a hobby. It's not their job, but they can do it now because of apps and things like that mm-hmm. that make us be able to do it versus these big hedge funds, rich billionaires, yeah. whatever. They're unhappy that we're in their, that we're in their ball court now. In their ball court, which should be a ball court for everyone anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone should have a seat at the table. Yeah. As, as a big picture concept, it's, it's pretty intriguing you know just with anything when you can rally enough people you know you really can change it and i think that this is a really good tangible example of that to me it's kind of like another form of activism yeah it is it's like the like the wall street occupy wall street movement but we don't actually have to go and occupy which is good in this covid world we can we can do it from the comfort of our own homes i mean social media is amazing for community building and action do you remember when all the k-pop stands bought Mm -hmm. the tickets to trump's rally and sold the tickets out like it's just another form of mobilizing a community which i think is amazing and this is so interesting. Nick, I want to know, what does this actually mean for the company GameStop? 
themselves like are they now really rich company or like what does it mean yeah well i mean the value of gamestop is worth 20 billion now so but would anyone buy them because they know that it's kind of a meme that they're worth that much money like i don't really gamestop can sell stock that they own themselves now so they can use this increase in valuation as a as a way to refinance part of their business and and use that for investment to, to move forward it's like they're worth more than they're worth in a weird way is it empty value i don't really get that that's kind of what's happened with GameStop in the first place, which triggered the short squeeze. Uh, a couple of high-profile investors came on board. Retail investors thought could turn the company around. Mm-hmm. It wasn't foreseen by the hedge funds, and that's why the price initially went up, which is triggering the short squeeze. Mm. So who are the hedge funds we're talking about? We're talking about one in particular called Melvin Capital. Okay. Who were the, who were the biggest short sellers. And another company called Citron, who were, who were, who were, who were short on... GameStop as well. And so what's happened to them? They've had to borrow money to try and cover their positions to try and pay their, pay their interest. So they were meant to make a fuck ton of money. Like what, are we talking millions? Or Oh, they thought it was a pretty solid bet and they've, they've invested billions into, oh. these, into these short positions. Holy shit. And so now... But you can imagine why they're quite unhappy about all this. Yeah, I saw a billionaire crying on an interview I watched. And doesn't that just make you feel so sad on the inside, a billionaire crying? Oh, no. <laughs> billionaires tearing up is awful, isn't it? So hard for the 1%. <laughs> it might, he might have to sell a super yacht or two. Jesus Christ, imagine that. Why did you have to bring that up then? So what these Redditors have done, is this actually illegal, Nick? No. No, it's not illegal. Anyone's allowed to buy, buy stock. Is it illegal that Robin Hood was stopping people from buying it? I don't. I don't know the answer to that one. I. I think it's. I think it's legal, but a lot of people will be unhappy and they'll 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 face lawsuits. Oh shit! This. Yeah, it just seems morally really wrong. Yeah. I guess it depends on what ground they actually closed it. Whether it was for the well-being of the investors, like they say it was, which sounds like a bit of a cover-up. Yeah, and yeah. regardless. They shouldn't be the gatekeepers of saying who can and can't. Yeah. And also the fact that it highlights that, you know, there really might be a relationship between them and these big hedge fund companies, which is super fucked up and shows the corrupted nature. So surely that's illegal. When your tagline is about democratizing the market and then you go and restrict the buying and selling of certain shares on the market, it's... It kind of goes against their entire ethos, which is Oh my God. Yeah, like you said at the start, it's so ironic that they're called Robin Hood who steals from the rich and gives to the poor yeah. when as soon as the poor start making money, it's all put on pause. Exactly. We can't say that this is definitively what they've done in collusion with the with the big guys, but it seems pretty... Pretty suspicious. Very suspicious, yeah. It's not about winners or losers, but yeah. we won. Awesome. Thank you, Nick, for explaining all of the questions that we had. We are now just going to hop on to our Instagram followers questions that we asked through our account on the shit show. So the first question is, what is actually the difference between a broker and a hedge fund? And to be honest, I'm confused about this as well. So yeah, a broker is basically someone who buys and sells shares for other people. So Robinhood in this case is a broker. Um, I use Sharesies and Hatch here in New Zealand. And a hedge fund is what I described earlier. It's basically some people in control of a large amount of money. Okay. So people that work for hedge funds, are they stockbrokers? Or are they hedge fund managers? They're hedge fund managers, yeah. They're not brokers. Okay. And so in the in the olden days, if you wanted to get into the share market, you had to go and see a stockbroker yeah. and they would 
you'd tell them what you wanted to buy, what you wanted to sell, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But yeah, like, now, like like Jordan Balfour from the from the Wolf of Wall Street. Exactly. But now with Shearsies and Robinhood and all these apps, they're like our electronic brokers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Ah, okay. Is this putting stockbrokers out of business? I don't think so. Okay. It's a large it's a large market. True. These the Robinhood and Shearsies and all of that, they're just opening more people to it. Okay. Our next question is what are the implications of this? Are we going to see restrictions on non-billionaires trading? I'd hope not. Um, I don't think you could in this day and age, but it's probably too early to tell what the long-term implications of this are going to be. Yeah, I think that's a big thing is that we don't know how this is going to end. It's still going. I know. Yeah. So we don't know what's going to happen to GameStop, all the vigilantes that have the shares. Exactly, yeah. We're not going to know how fucked the hedge funds really are or were for a while. Someone said, how salty do the billionaires' tears taste? <laughs> eat the rich. They're eat very the, salty. Eat the rich, yeah. Good seasoning. Spicy. Another thing that people really wanted to know was whether high-profile people have kind of got involved in all of this. Yeah. Have they? Yeah, well, um, Elon Musk has, has tweeted in support of, of GameStop and Wall Street Bets, which is pretty cool to see. The richest man in the world is... True. ...is on our side. GameStonk. GameStonk, yeah. <laughs> then that just drives the value up higher because it's getting so much attention from other people. Yeah, he's so high profile. And I saw David Dobrik as well was tweeting about it. I think he was tweeting about AMC theatres, which are similar things happening, isn't it? Yeah, a similar things happening with AMC, yeah. And then what about, have actually, AOC, I saw she tweeted about this. Yeah, yeah, so AOC tweeted about it and Ted Cruz gave his support. Um, she replied back in, in no uncertain terms to just fuck off oh, um, fuck. After, after what happened with the Capitol the, the other True. week. So at least, it's, at least it's good to see that the Republicans and the Democrats are getting on. and, and um, Everyone's kind of angry about it. Everyone's angry at the same people for once, which is, which is pretty interesting. I watched a few interviews from Fox News and they were saying the same things that I was thinking, which I'm sure is not a usual thing to happen. That almost makes me think I'm on the wrong side. I know. When Fox starts agreeing with me. Fuck yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, someone said, how did Reddit know that mad hedge funds were shorting GameStop? It's all part of due diligence. So yeah. you, can, you can look up um, how much a certain company has been shorted and things along those lines you can find all this information online you've just got to look for it then why doesn't this happen more often not many people are looking for it holy shit that's actually really interesting so i could look up a company and see that someone was shorting it and get everyone on shit you should care about to go and buy stuff. <laughs> I, I will say that it, it is pretty uncommon for a company to be shorted this much over 100 percent of the shares have been short some of the hedge funds are doubling down and saying they're shorting it now because they think the stock is going to decrease from 300 to 100 oh, yeah. or whatever um, but the stock's only going. So this is their this is their way of trying to get out of it. They're trying to short it further, thinking that the stock price is going to go down, so that they've got the difference in money to repay the original shorts. Will the hedge fund people make their money back or not? Unless the stock price goes back down to when or when they place the bet, they won't make any money. Yeah, and is it likely that the price is going to go back down? It's unlikely to return to where it was at the end of two thousand and nineteen. Okay. Last question. What do you think is going to be the next stock that everyone buys, like GameStop? It's hard to tell. I don't think there'll be one as heavily shorted as GameStop. But do you um, think this will keep happening? Momentum trades will always keep happening. Wall Street Bets will find a, another stock to, to latch onto. And, and do you think that... Wall Street Bets will listen to this podcast? 
Wall Street Pets is a collection of everybody. Yeah, I know, but do you think like all those masked people will listen to the podcast? Lucy, oh, I'm on Wall Street Bets. I don't wear a mask. Okay. We probably sound like such noobs, Liv. No, I know. I mean, you didn't know what a tendy was. I didn't know what a fucking tendy was, but thank God I do now. Seriously improved my life. I'm in the mood for tendies now. <laughs> for dinner, I reckon we eat tendies and we eat the rich. Tendies <laughs> and the rich, I couldn't think of a better call. Flavorsome. Okay, everyone. So I hope we haven't sent you down too much of a rabbit hole. I hope now you kind of understand what shorting is. To be honest, we've talked about it that much that the word has lost all meaning for me. What about you guys? Nick, thank you so much for jumping on and helping us figure this shit out. Hopefully I made it some value. Hopefully everything I've said is true. Oh, and what are you going to do with your GameStop stocks? I'm going to hold mine. It's, it's not money I need. Yeah. So. I'm going to hold and see what happens. Oh my god, well, Liv, maybe we'll have to get Nick back on the podcast when there's been another big development in all of this and he can tell us how rich he is. We can do the podcast from my super yacht. I was going to say, you'll be too rich to come. This has really inspired me to to start investing. Uh, Not that I have any money to invest, but when I do, I will be on those apps. Maybe not Robinhood. Oh, Get into it. That's the the way I learned, just getting into it. And Shearsies or any other investing apps out there if you want to come and work with Siska because you love the way we explain things feel free to reach out thank you Nick I've learnt a lot in the last hour and I hope that our listeners have too as always let us know what you thought of the episode leave a review or a rating you can find us at shit you should care about on Instagram Luce where else can they find us you can find us also on Instagram at the shit show with a bunch of underscores Nick what's our website called shit you should care about Perfect. And you can also find us in our Facebook group, The Shit Show Squad. You can find Nick on Instagram at Nick Blackiston. He totally told me to do that. (laughs) Just a bit of a shameless plug, Nick. I need all the help I can get. And we will see you all next week for another riveting episode. Thanks for being here. Now go invest. Get investing. (laughs) (laughs) Go get yourself some tendies. (laughs) 